Welcome back to the Hot Tip Beds Daily Pick Show. Back with some fight night action for February 19th. We got the Bellator 274 card as well as UFC Vegas 48 going on this weekend. Now, I usually don't combine the two cards, uh, but there's a lot of heavy favorites in Bellator. And quite honestly, neither one of these cards is super exciting to me. Uh, but combined, there are a few fights I like, some good value I see on these cards, and really some odds that I think are just not priced correctly. So let's jump right into this weekend's card. Now we're going to start out in the Bellator side of things for the first two fights here. Starting off, Deanna Bennett taking on Justine Kish. Bennett comes into this fight 11-7-1 in her career. Kish is 7-4. And, and Bennett comes off of a huge win over Alejandra Laura in her last fight. Um, you know, she was a decent dog coming into that fight and, and was really very, very impressive. Overall, that takes her to 1-1 one one here in her very short Bellator career. You know, her first Bellator fight, a loss to Liz Camachota um, in the debut but you know that is by no means a bad loss you know she's a girl who is is near the top of the division and honestly you know Bennett is got some some decent wins under her belt you know in her time in Invicta um she got the win over Miranda Maverick she also lost a fight to Maverick um but she has, you know, some good experience under her belt. For Kish coming into this one did not look great in her last fight. A loss to Tracy Cortez in the last one. Um, and, you know, she comes into the Bellator after spending quite a while in the UFC. And while she had a, a decent start of to her career in the UFC, it didn't necessarily end the greatest in the promotion. The last five fights in the UFC, only coming up with a win in one of those, went one and four over that stretch. And, you know, despite being in the UFC, she really didn't impress me with her time over there. Bennett actually has um, the age advantage here, a four-year age advantage, um, and she has very, very good experience. So I don't know that Kish's UFC experience really gives her much, if any, of an edge going into this one. I mean, Bennett is such a good fighter, especially when she stays on her feet. She can use her striking to, to do a lot of damage to you, likes to use that forward pressure, likes to come at you, um, and just, you know, used her explosiveness. She's also got a decent wrestling skill set. You know, she can definitely take this thing to the ground, um, and she's a very, very hard fighter to contain when she's got that top control. You know, when, when she's on top of you, um, there's not a whole lot of places to go, um, but Kish is also, you know, someone who's going to try and pressure and, and likes to get in there. Um, she's not a horrible striker by any means, and if this thing stays on the feet, you know, she might have a a, a a way to victory um i mean she is the favorite by that means but on the ground i think kish is going to be at a major major disadvantage we've seen her in the past have some more struggles against better wrestlers and bennett is certainly a better wrestler here going into this one i mean the ground game of bennett is just so so elite honestly i think that is really what takes her over the edge in this fight um what gives her the the advantage for me and and quite honestly for deanna bennett in this fight her ground game is just so so much better i'm a little bit shocked that she is the underdog in this one you know at plus 110 the odds and it just don't seem to be right honestly i think kish should, should maybe be the plus 110 underdog um and it's kind of moving towards bennett i mean she's since i saw this fight earlier in the week it started out near even odds bennett has become more and more of an underdog um i don't know what people are seeing um but i really think justin kish craps this fight away um and i think deanna bennett gets the win so give me bennett plus 110 here in this one now, the other Bellator fight I want to take a look at is actually the main event. Neiman Gracie taking on Logan Storley. Gracie comes into this fight 11-2 and in his career. Storley is 12-1. and one. And 
Both these fighters are excellent fighters. I mean, Gracie got the quick KO over Mark Liminger in his last fight. Um, you know, and overall, he only has one victory on his 11 fight wins. Um, that didn't come via a finish. You know, he, he's a guy who's going out there looking for this finish, especially via submission. Um, he's, he's very, very dangerous. Um, but Storley is, is a good fighter as well. You know, a win over Dante Cerrone um, by split decision in his last fight. Um, you know, got the win after a loss to Amorosa. Um, um, in the fight before that, which, you know, that Amorosa fight is not a bad loss by any means for Storley here. Um, and we look at Storley, he is a decent striker, um, but he's not the greatest fighter from range, which I think could potentially be a problem in this one. Going up against a guy in Gracie who has a three inch height advantage, who also has a two and a half inch reach advantage, not being able to fight from range um, gives Storley a disadvantage um, on the feet. Gracie also is four years older going into this fight. And well, I don't know that means a whole heck of a lot for these two guys. Um, you know, he definitely has a little bit more experience. I would say a little bit better experience coming into this one. Um, he's a very solid striker. He does a really good job from range. Um, but his primary goal for Gracie is going to get this thing to the ground. You know, he's, he's very, very good with his jujitsu skill set. Um, and, you know, like I said at the beginning, he is always looking for a finish. He's always looking to try and find that submission. Um, but he's going up against a guy in Storley who likes to wrestle. I mean, it's not that it's going to be easy to, to get, you know, <laughs> Storley controlled on the ground. Storley is a guy who's going to be trying to shoot takedowns a lot in this fight. He's got a very strong wrestling skill set as well. Um, and really for Storley, I think his, his problem with the ground game here, yeah, if he can get control on the ground and, and try to ground his pound his way to victory, he might have a shot to do that. But if he in any way gets himself caught in any position for a possible submission, it's all but over. I think Storley is going to have a very, very rough time trying to defend those submission attempts for five straight rounds. I think maybe in a three-round fight, um, he, he could have enough stamina to, to fend it off. But I think in the, in the later third and the fourth and fifth round, I think it's going to become very hard for Storley to fight off all of those submission attempts. Um, but he's got to find a way to control the ground if he wants to try and win this one. Honestly, I think Gracie has the advantage with the submission game. He's probably the better fighter on the feet as well. Um, and like I said, if he controls the ground game, he wins this fight with relative ease. I think he finds a way to get the submission victory over Logan Storley in the main event. Um, and I think Neiman Gracie comes out victorious here. So give me Neiman Gracie minus 145 here against Logan Storley. And flipping gears over to the UFC, Joquan Buckley taking on Abdul Razik Al Hassan. Buckley comes into this fight 13 and 4. Al Hassan is 11 and 4. And Buckley comes into this one with a win over Antonio Arroyo in his last fight. Um, for Al Hassan, you know, had that quick KO head kick um, to Elias Dochirio um, in his last fight, you know, a win in that one. Ended his three-fight losing streak, and you know Al Hassan is definitely the more experienced fighter in this one. You know he's nine years older coming into this fight, um, and he just straight up has way more you know higher-level UFC experience coming into this one. Um, and for Al Hassan, you know he's a guy who is always looking to finish a fight. You know, 11 of his wins have all come via KO and not just KOs, 
all 11 of his wins have come in the first round so i mean i guess it's pretty safe to say if this thing is out of the first round then you go and try and live bet buckley or something um but i think al hassan you know we, we've seen from past experiences is just such a powerful guy that when he lands that punch it is very very hard to contend with him now buckley's not going to be an easy guy to contain though i mean buckley does have a three inch reach advantage in this fight um and, and buckley's gonna be the bigger guy you know just looking at these two guys you can tell um that buckley is not an easy guy to take down um or to, or to put down you know he's a good striker as well he has plenty of power to come back at al hassan with um and he's a very speedy guy very explosive with the punches um but i think for buckley while he is a decent striker the takedowns in the ground game might be his best path to victory you know if he can get those takedowns um i think he has a shot and while he likes to shoot those takedowns he hasn't necessarily been the most accurate guy with him i mean he misses a lot of his takedown attempts um but i guess one pro for for buckley here he is pretty strong with the cardio so i mean if, if this thing does go later um that could definitely be you know something for al hassan to have to deal with but if we're being completely honest, I think Al-Hassan is going to finish this fight very, very quickly. And, you know, um, he needs to find a way to deal heavy damage to Buckley early in the fight. You know, we've seen that is his winning strategy time and time again. I think he's the much more technical fighter in this one. Um, and not to mention, he has a very underrated grappling skill set. He can use that grappling to help put his opponents in bad situations and land some powerful shots. Um, he's a very, very talented fighter. And I really don't think he loses this fight is if he is able to keep it on the feet. If he can defend those takedown attempts from Buckley, find his power. Um, and hit Buckley with some nice shots. I think Al Hassan is on a very easy path to victory. Honestly, I'm a little bit shocked how high of a favorite Al Hassan was here. Um, really, these two guys are both very, very powerful strikers, um, and I think we're going to see a great fight all around. But Al Hassan being plus 145, just too much value there. Give me Al Hassan in this fight. Now, the other fight I'm looking at in the UFC, Jim Miller taking on Nicholas Mata. Jim Miller, 33 and 16. Mata is 12 and 3. Now, I get it. There's a lot of people who are on Jim Miller in this fight, which definitely makes me a little bit nervous back in this dog. But Jim Miller, you know, 38 fights in the UFC, <laughs> going up against a guy making his UFC debut, um, you know, just screams Jim Miller in this fight, you know, got the KO over Eric Gonzalez back in October. Um, and while Miller isn't, you know, what he once was, you know, being 38 years old, his experience just can't be matched inside of the octagon. I mean, Moda does come off of a contender series win against Joseph Laurie. And I'll be honest, that contender series win for him was very, very impressive. And Mata is a prospect that I think can have a very, very good career. You know, he's a good striker. He throws some very beautiful punches, punches with a lot of power and he can take some hits you know um jim miller who's not necessarily a knockout guy even though he got the knockout um in the last fight um you know isn't going to be you know throwing at the, the the most power in the world but if he does mata can definitely take some of those um you know miller not the best striker in the world but miller is also a guy who can take some shots from mata you know um he doesn't really get ko'd that much you know in his you know 38 ufc fights here only been ko'd twice in his entire pro career his his ground game, though, for Miller is what really makes me love him. That grappling skill set and what he's able to do on the ground um, really, I think, gives him a very major advantage here. He's going to be shooting those takedowns. Um, and as long as he can avoid the big punches from Mata um, and get him to the ground, I think he's going to have a huge, huge advantage. 
Now I get it. Like I've said multiple times here, age is a huge factor for Jim Miller. You know, he's definitely not as durable as he once was. He's, he's a guy who's, who's going to take some heat. Um, and you know, it's, it's not what he once was. He's not in his prime anymore. But the experience of Jim Miller is just so, so much better. You know, it just what he has done in the octagon, it really is hard to bet against this guy. Um, and like I said, if he gets this thing to the ground, I think he wins this fight. Um, and quite honestly, I like Mata. You know, he, he's a solid prospect, like I said. His takedown defense is fairly solid as well. Um, but the ground game just really isn't there. Um, you know, <laughs> the money on this fight doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Um, I, I know a lot of people that I've, you know, seen picks from have liked Jim Miller in this fight. And I think for a good reason, I think the odds for this fight just haven't mismatched there. Should Jim Miller be the favorite? Probably not. Um, but his, his ground game is there. And if he gets this thing to the ground, I think Mod is going to be in some trouble. So give me Jim Miller plus 158 in this fight. And that wraps up the MMA action for February 19th, Bellator 274, as well as UFC Vegas 48. If you want to see more fight picks for this weekend, head over to hot2best.com. Take a look at all the computer model picks for the UFC, as well as got college basketball, NBA, NHL going on this weekend. So take a look at all the picks over there. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with all the computer model stuff across all the social platforms. Also, follow my personal account at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Twitter and Instagram so you don't miss out on any of the content that I'm putting out, as well as on the Best Stamp app where you get early access to all of the picks the second that I record each episode. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching this here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for this weekend's MMA cards. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>